It was November 1989. I was three years old. And that's when The Little Mermaid premiered on the big screen. And that became my favorite movie. I think that was the start of my Disney obsession. Then it was Snow White. Then there was Beauty and the Beast, Pocahontas, you name it. That's when my Disney obsession started. As I got older, teenage years, I still loved Disney. Still a kid at heart. But I started liking or taking an interest in teeny bopper movies. You're legally blonde. Walk to remember 10 Things I Hate About You, Save the Last Dance. You know, movies like that. Even into adulthood, I still love those movies. I still love them. Then I kind of liked it. I liked more mature movies. Love Jones, Save the Last Dance, Waiting to Exhale, and... Of course, movies that came out when I was in my 20s that had to do with love. And that's what all these things have in common is love. This is what I thought I knew what love is, is what I seen on the big screen. I was never taught how to love. I was never taught about standards. I was never taught how to stand up for myself. I was never taught these things. So I literally winged it in life. I am now 35 years old. And I finally got the chance to see the movie The Notebook. Another hopeless romantic love story. It's a beautiful movie. But I hate it and I'm going to tell you why I hate it. If I would have seen this movie in my 20s, even in my teens, because the movie came out, I believe, the year I graduated high school. And if I would have seen this movie then, I would have probably said to myself, this is how love is supposed to be. And I don't ever want to, you know, this is how I want my love story to be. And I'm glad I did not see it in my 20s. I'm glad I've seen it just now. And I just hate the way that a lot of these movies are portrayed because in my 30s is when I learned that love is nothing like this. Love is not perfect. Love is nowhere near perfect. And I finally see the movie and I was, I'm not going to lie. It was beautiful. It's a great movie. It's, I just hate it. Just the way it was just portrayed to be perfect. Love is supposed to be perfect. And in my teens and in my thirties, twenties, excuse me, that's how I wanted love to be. But I didn't know nothing about love, loving someone. I just thought, from what I've seen in movies, I'm supposed to go above and beyond and and 
love him and take care of him and he will marry me and we will live happily ever after. So my relationships, a lot of them did not last a year. They, they did not make it past the year. Nine months, six months, ten months. That I met the father of my children. We lasted, what, four years? Two kids. And we moved on. Dated after that, still. Nine months, six months, three months. <laughs> and... It was just the same pattern. It was the same pattern and it just never changed. My last relationship, which ended two years ago, was my aha moment. It finally hit me. I was in a relationship. My last relationship I was in, it was a lot, mentally and emotionally. The intimacy was great, but that shouldn't be the only pro. The con shouldn't outweigh a pro. Sorry, it shouldn't. Summer 2019, I went to a wedding, and I had a plus one. And I knew that somebody is honking their horn. And I knew that I wasn't going to invite him because I didn't want him to feel pressured and Family members asking, well, when are you going to marry her? I did not want the pressure on him because mentally and emotionally I already checked out. And he doesn't deserve to be pressured either. So I was like, "Eh, whatever. So what I did was I invited my dad as my plus one. And I'm glad I did. So this wedding was upstate New York. It was my cousin's wedding. She's been with this man for a while. They have two beautiful daughters together. I don't know much about him, you know, but I felt honored to be in, you know, invited to the wedding because it was a very small and intimate wedding and I had the honor to go. And let me tell you, that was a beautiful wedding. It was the bride, the groom, and their daughters. That was the whole wedding party, and I'm not mad at that. I love that. Not mad at it. It was on a rooftop on a beautiful hotel upstate New York. It was sunny. It was the first day of summer, I believe, or the day before the first day of summer, something like that. I know that summer, it was either that day or two days or a day before, whatever, but... It was just perfect. It was a Sunday. Everything was perfect. And I looked at the wedding. 
not their love story, but the wedding. Because I never want anyone else's love story but mine. I always say relationship goals, but nah, I don't do that no more. Because I don't know what their relationship consists of. So I want my own love story. But I was looking at the wedding ceremony and just seeing both sides come together, even though it was small and intimate. Both sides come together to celebrate love. I feel like that's a beautiful thing. And I sat, I sat there just mesmerized and I admire them for just, you know, making it official and becoming one. I admired that. And I had to leave the wedding early. Like, I left the reception a little early because my father and I, we had to head back home. Because he had worked the next morning and so did I. So, we got, we both got home late. (sighs) I sat on the train on my way back home, watching the sunset, my dad nodding off next to me. And I was thinking to myself, I would love to have a ceremony like that. It's just beautiful and intimate. And I love the fact that both sides came together to celebrate love. And something came over me and said, you can have that. This is just not the person for you. This is not the person you're going to be with. He's not it. And even though I was emotionally and mentally checked out of the relationship, I just didn't know how to verbalize I want out. But after that ringing in my ear and that going off, I decided that it was over. The next, very next day, the next morning on my way to work, I was like, I can't do this anymore. And we broke up. Was that easy? Nope, it wasn't. But that was the start of something special. That was the start of my self-love journey with no distractions. That was the start of me learning how to love myself properly. I still made some mistakes along the way. Self-love journey or your healing journey is not an easy journey. It is very It's draining. It's not hard, but it is draining and you learn a lot. And I digged up things from the past and why do I do these certain things and certain patterns in every relationship. It all started to make sense. And it all started from the love stories from since I was a little girl and what I seen on TV and how love was portrayed because I didn't know I wasn't taught these things. I wasn't taught how a man was supposed to love a woman because in reality, let's be real. I'm going to be real because this is my story. I've never seen a healthy relationship growing up. A real one. A real one. I've never seen healthy love growing up. I wanted what I seen on the big screen. That's what I wanted. I never had an example 
in front of me like this is how love is supposed to be. But I can't blame my family or my parents or aunts and uncles. I can't blame them because they didn't know it either. But there wasn't a positive, there wasn't a positive couple. The only positive couple I can honestly say I've seen was my cousin's grandparents. And, you know, they're, they're just, they've been married. (sighs) I mean, they, they passed away, but you know, they were, they were married since they died. (laughs) Like they've been together forever. And I knew in order to achieve that, because I know that I can get that type of love, I just had to learn how to love myself. I knew that God loved me. He loves me unconditionally, and I had to start loving myself unconditionally, and that was hard for me because I wanted to be portrayed as perfect, but I am far from it. So unlearning to do certain things is what I like to do, is what I started doing. Unlearning, I would listen to a lot of relationship gurus. I had to stop doing that as well. Now, they did give some sound advice, but a lot of those advice were unrealistic, and I'm going to be frank with you. They were really unrealistic, and I started to back away from them. I knew what I wanted in a relationship. I knew what I wanted within myself. So I had to dig deeper and I still had to heal in certain areas. I still had to forgive people in certain areas. I had to seek, I had to go to therapy. I'm still in therapy. I forgive a lot of the people in the past for taking advantage of me. I forgive myself for the things I put people through. Because I put people through some, I put them through some things too. I had to forgive myself for and that that was hard that was really hard but i had to forgive myself and i had to forgive those people as well for putting me through some stuff and that's part of healing i decided to try to be in a relationship around the pandemic started talking to someone and it was an epic fail I wasn't, and, and you know what it was? I wasn't ready. He cussed me the hell out. <laughs> he cussed me out. But in all actuality, I wasn't ready. I was not ready for that. I wasn't ready for that. I was not ready. So I knew that wasn't it. Um, but you know what? I still continued to go on and love myself and, you know, the pandemic and kids not being in school. It was it was a lot during the pandemic. It was definitely a lot, a whole lot. But love eventually found me. And love came into my life. I wasn't expecting it. Well, I kind of was, but, you know. Wasn't expecting it to be this quick. Um, 
this person that came into my life has been in my life for 21 years. 21 years this person has been in my life. And a fun fact, this person was my first love. You heard me. My first love. And we've been friends. He is now my best friend for 21 years. And I wasn't ready to be in a relationship. But there is so many things about this one that I knew that he was the one. It was it was just so many signs there. And God forbid, even if we, we break up, I would not change the story at all because it's the truth. February 2021. I was really going through something. Before I go any further, this person does not live in New York City. He lives 1,100 miles away. February 2021, I was going through something, and it was really bad. I FaceTimed him, cried, was just venting to him. And he did something unexpected. He did something really unexpected. He just started a new job. He told his boss he has a family emergency and he's going to New York. Remind you, he just started this job. Just started this job. He booked a trip and he came to be with me. I felt like that's when I knew. At that moment, that's when I knew he was it. And when he came up, because we weren't official yet, but we just talked a lot, and I started falling in love with him all over again. But that was when I knew it was it. So when he came up the week, I think it was February 21st or 22nd, one of them days he came up, it was February 20-something he came up. It had to be maybe the 23rd or the 24th. But I knew February 25th. Poured some, I feel like it was wine or champagne. One of them. I think it was champagne. Poured me a drink. Poured him a drink. And he says, are we together? And I said, we are together. And we toast to it. And it was, I was just so intern, like inside, mentally and emotionally and physically, I was happy. I was so, so happy. And I've never felt like that. I can't tell you the last time I felt that happy in a relationship. You know, you get excited because it's new, but I still feel this way. (sighs) What I love about this man, he's very calm. He has a calming 
soothing vibe to him. He doesn't dim my light. He lets me shine. He trusts me. I trust him. I don't know if a lot of people are familiar with Corinthians 13. 1 Corinthians 13. Love is patient. Love is kind. When you can replace the word love with your partner's name in that whole verse, that's when I knew because I just replaced his name with the word love and that's exactly who he is. He's very patient and he's very kind. Does not envy. Does not boast. He does not dishonor others. His loyalty, the love that he has for others, is amazing and awesome. And like I said before, God forbid if we don't make it, I would not change the story because he will be the best relationship I've ever had. He taught me how to love. I didn't know, but he taught me how to love. And I am so thankful that I got to experience This type of love. And all I had to do was learn to love myself and the love that I needed came right with it. And I thank God for putting this man in my life. I am so thankful For just to experience the things I've experienced with him so far. And I know that there is no other person out there for me. And I know that he's definitely it. It's like you know. You honestly know. And sometimes you'll think in the back of your mind like, is this it? Is this really? I know this is it. Again, I've never experienced that. Was I in love in my past relationships? Absolutely. Absolutely. We Did I have good times in my past relationships? Absolutely. Absolutely. But I still wondered in the back of my head, was this it? You know? And I'm pretty sure they wondered the same thing. And it wasn't it. And you know what? That's okay. I'm finally happy to say that I'm in love. I found love. I love God. I love my family. I love my children. And I love him. And I pray 
that we are together forever. That we have our own love story, that we continue our love story. And we continue to honestly inspire others. Like, don't give up. Because I was going to give up. I was actually cool with being single when I was single. I was fine. I was fine with it. But this happened when I least expected it. And I'm glad it did. That's my dude. That's my best friend. That's my nigga. That's my lover. That's my homie. I don't just like, I don't just love him. I like him. I love to be around him. I like being around him. So many other things I like. But I honestly, truly thank God for just allowing me to make those mistakes. I thank God for allowing me to have that aha moment to just chill, to just chill out. Thank you. I'm going to end on this note. Do not give up. If you're looking for love, don't give up. Don't be desperate either. Just chill out. Enjoy your company. Learn to love yourself. Give yourself grace. Forgive yourself for the past mistakes. Forgive yourself for the past situations. Forgive yourself for the things that you've done to to upset others, to upset yourself. Just forgive yourself. Give yourself grace. It's okay. We're supposed to make mistakes. That's how we learn from them. And I had to keep telling myself that. So I'm going to end. Stay tuned for my next episode. This is my first episode. Have a good one.